0: Are we reaching a pivotal time in UK retailing? And what will that mean to businesses that not only sell locally, but that manufacture locally too? You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills, and I'm on a one-woman mission to save UK manufacturing. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be sharing the stories behind some of the best British-made brands and UK manufacturers and offering you advice and tips for making in the UK. So let's crack on with the show. Hello and welcome to episode 123 of the Make It British podcast. It's been a bit of a busy old week for us here at Make It British. We're busy old last few weeks, really, because we have just launched a brand new directory on the Make It British website. And it's one of those jobs I've just been meaning to do for for ages. And we've had this directory on the website for quite a few years now, which has a directory of all the members who are members of Make It British. And despite several different versions that we've been to over the years, I was never quite happy with the way it works. And it was never as easy as I wanted it to be for people to actually find companies that manufacture and sell products that make in, that are made in the UK. And we've had such a big increase in inquiries from people that want to buy products that are made in the UK recently, particularly since we've been in lockdown, that we wanted to make browsing the directory a much better and, and just more enjoyable experience and easier for everyone. So lockdown really has been the perfect time to try and tackle that task and to rebuild the directory. We went live last week and we've had a fantastic reaction. Thank you for everyone that has written in to say they're finding it so much easier to navigate the new directory and how much they love it. And our vision at Make It British is to make that directory the go-to destination for consumers and buyers that are looking for British-made goods and UK manufacturers. Now, we've still got a long way to go, but we're discovering new businesses all the time who are making products here in Britain. And we're getting asked so many questions with things such as, are there any washing machines made in the UK? Or who makes running shoes here? Or um, favourite one at the moment is, are there any electric kettles made in the UK? And the answer to that last one, sadly, is no. So we wanted to make sure we could include all these different products in the directory that people were asking for. If your business does manufacture in the UK and you want to find out about becoming a member of Make It British and being featured in that directory, which gets over three million hits, I think it's maybe even more than that now, um, to, to that directory every year, I'm going to pop a link in the show notes for how you can find out more about becoming a member. And you can find the show notes for this podcast at makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash 123. Now that's easy to remember, isn't it? So on the topic of shopping, it's back to work this week, isn't it? For many retailers. Have you had a chance to get out to the shops yet? Or, Or like me, have you found that being in lockdown has really changed how you think about where you shop and how you spend your money? As shops begin to reopen, it has made me think about how the retail landscape is going to change post-COVID-19 and how that may impact the businesses that manufacture here in the UK. So, you know, despite the fact there's queues of people outside Sports Direct and Primark and people pushing and shoving to get into Nighttown, I mean, whatever happens to social distancing? Have you seen those pictures? So, The amount of people shopping in the UK now is still a lot lower. It certainly was on the first day of trading um, when non-essential shops were allowed to open. It's still lower than it was before lockdown. And while some people are rushing out in the hope that they're going to secure a bargain on seasonal stock, all this seasonal stock that retailers are trying to shift before the summer ends, how many others are thinking you know, maybe they're slightly more reticent about heading out to these busy high streets and shopping centres. I saw Mary Porter, she was on the telly and she was saying yesterday how now is very much a window of opportunity for local high streets. And I really agree with that. I mean, it's not just a great opportunity for local stores, but also for locally made businesses too, I think as well. So whereas before... Before we had COVID 19, gosh, it's like before and after COVID 19, but before we had COVID 19, the UK was very much about a kind of a value economy, everyone trying to buy more for less, everything as cheap as possible, Um, two for one deals, buy one, get one free deals. But I do think now that we're getting more into an age of where value becomes more important rather than cost and price. And it's more about getting value for money. Um, and UK main goods very much fit into that criteria really well because you get better value for money. Um, and it's not just about buying something as cheap as you possibly can. So if you now value being part of a community more because of COVID-19 and lockdown, and I know lots of people do, does that mean you'll continue to support local businesses? Now the lockdown is relaxed, Um, maybe driving to big out of town shopping centres has lost its appeal and you'll actually continue to shop in smaller local stores where you get value for money in not only what you pay for the goods and what you get at the end of it, but how much you give back to your community and the value that it gives your community by buying locally made goods and by by supporting local stores certainly many of the businesses that we work with at make it british have actually reported an increase in their sales over lockdown and they when they've spoken to their customers about it they've said it's because those customers are treating themselves to something special and that they've not been out to the shops and been tempted by all these offers and these buy one get one free deals and all those things from the big retailers but instead have had more time to consider their purchases and treat themselves to something that's a little bit more special. And I do hope that even as the shops open up, some people just won't want the hassle of getting in line and standing there for non-essential goods, especially in the big department stores where you can only have one person in a lift at a time or you've got to have a space of eight stairs on the on the escalator between you. But they'll continue to support the smaller businesses rather than rushing straight back out to the big ones. And, you know, certainly lockdown has, without a doubt, it's created a brilliant sense of community and of supporting local businesses as part of that sense of community. And I think this presents a great opportunity for small businesses and it favours in particular those that manufacture locally because consumers are turning their backs on imported goods as well. And we know that here at Make It British, because we know the comments that we get all the time, people visiting our website saying, I want to find an alternative for this product, which I was buying before, which was made in China, and I want to find a locally made um, option instead. So I think we'll start to see high streets change and be much more focused around community and independent shops And locally made businesses. And I think it's a really interesting time. And I think UK made businesses are in a great position right now as we go through this time of extraordinary change. So, if you're a business that manufactures in the UK, how can you make the most of this big change in consumer buying behaviour at the moment? Now, I think there are several things that you can do to help your business shine at this pivotal time. Firstly, make it super clear where your product is made, if it's made locally, or if it's made in the UK. And by that, I mean super clear and everywhere on your website, your packaging, your social media. And think about not just made in the UK, but how you can more hyper, hyper target a location, you know, made in Manchester, Made in the Brecon Beacons, made in Hoike, and not just made in the UK or made in Britain. Make made made in Britain. I'm having to, I nearly said make make in Britain. Then, um, give your customers a reason to want to support you because you're a local business, and make sure that they find out early on in their customer journey, not as a happy accident after they've bought something from you, but right at the start that they're supporting a business that manufactures locally. And you also should never assume that they already know this information because they looked at the third paragraph down on your about page because shoppers on your website don't necessarily look at that. You need to make it really clear to them right from the start and in all your communication. So make the information easy for people to find about exactly where and how you make your products and don't make them dig for the information. So secondly, show the community that your business supports in the way that it manufactures. Are there families that are involved in the manufacturing of your products? Are the families that are supported because they are part of your supply chain? Show the people behind the products. Give them faces, names, tell their story. Show how buying from you helps to support their businesses and show how your business matters to these people that make your products and the communities in which those factories are based and where those factories are located. If you manufacture this product yourself, show how you support other local businesses. Show where you buy your raw materials from, how far or how little those raw materials have travelled in the journey to becoming part of your of your product. The other thing you should think about at this time, I think, is about how you can collaborate with other local businesses and other businesses that make in the UK, whether that's in the real world by maybe combining forces and doing a pop up shop or a local market together or maybe jointly promoting each other's businesses online. Maybe there's a referral program with another local business that you or other local businesses that you could work on together so that you all have online stores and you all help to drive traffic to each other's online stores. Perhaps you can collaborate in some joint promotions together. Maybe do a joint photo shoot shoot of your products with someone else's products who also manufactures locally or do an email campaign together, featuring all the businesses that are collaborating together that are in the local area. Perhaps now is also the time to consider opening a bricks and mortar store if you don't already have one. Join forces with a local business. Maybe you can join forces and share the rent together. It wouldn't it be great if now became the time that local high streets start to be populated with more independent businesses and interesting stores with people with interesting stories. And I really hope that local governments might get behind that now and help to support those sorts of businesses coming to the high street again, which brings me on to my final point is write to your local mp and let them know that you are a business that manufactures in the uk or that you are a business that manufactures in their local constituency and ask what they are doing to support businesses like yours that will help to create jobs locally wouldn't it be fantastic if we saw businesses that manufacture in the uk being given tax breaks such as no vat on british made goods or Reduce rates for locally made businesses so they can actually afford to take stores in local high streets going forward because we're no doubt going to see a loss of a lot of the retailers that we knew before lockdown and before COVID-19 and the high streets are going to change and can independent stores be a part of that? Now, I wanted to end today's episode with a quote from Holly Tucker, who I very much admire. She's the founder of Not on the High Street and a big, big supporter of small businesses. And last week, she wrote an open letter to British shoppers, asking them to consider shopping with independent shops when they reopen. I'll put a link to Holly's letter in the show notes, but I'm also going to read out a quote today from Holly's letter. And it says, I hope this great pause has woken us up, that we'll continue to be more conscious consumers and that we'll support our local traders and our small businesses who are the backbone of this country, that you choose small over big. Now, wouldn't it be easy to replace the word small with locally made in that sentence? Because the two are never mutually exclusive. It is mostly small businesses that manufacture in the UK They are the ones that have supported local manufacturing for the last few decades and more than ever, they deserve our continued support. Now, I'd love to hear if your shopping habits have changed since the start of lockdown. Have you bought more from local businesses and will you continue to to do so now the big stores are open? If you could pop your comments either on iTunes or on the show notes of this podcast, I would love to hear from you. And I will be back next week. Until then, bye bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Make It British podcast. I make an episode every Tuesday, plus there's bonus episodes occasionally. So make sure you subscribe in your favourite podcast app. And if you're looking to find British-made brands or UK manufacturers, check out the directory on the Make It British website at makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash directory. Thank you for listening. Bye bye.